Yeah. Hey, hit records on my demo. Did y'all boys not get the memo? I do not stay at the Intercontinental. And anything I got is not a rental. All right, welcome. Episode 30 of Underemployed. It's been a hot minute. It's your boys, Jack Selby, David Hart, a.k.a. Pusha J and Pure Malice. We are here. We are here in Arlington, Virginia. We are in a, the motherland. a crack den. It's uh, not a crack den. <laughs> the windows haven't been kicked out. Yes. There isn't a pile of rags that, sub, that, that fills two purposes, a pillow and a bathroom. And, you know, there's light and power. That's true. It's 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 a step above a crackdown, I'll say. It's several steps above a crackdown. The door, <laughs> the windows aren't mostly plywood. Anyway, we're getting into too much of the minutia. We're here, um, so it's been a while. But I promised y'all at the end of the last episode, at the end of the Q and A, that we would have a celebrity on our show as our next guest. Swag, swag. You can hear the voice. <laughs> you might even, like... in fact, statistically speaking, you're likely to recognize that voice. You have a one in. I don't know, 300 million chance? Exactly. It's about, it's, about <laughs> as good as knowing, it's about as good as winning the lottery. We are here with the man, the myth, the YouTube legend, Wellen. Spelled with an Ellen. <laughs> so, you, David and I both know Lou, independent yes. of each other. Mm-hmm. I know Lou because you and I used to be next-door neighbors back in the day. You moved, what, 2007, Uh, Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Oh, wait, I think. Where'd you move from? Cincinnati. Cincinnati? Yes. Oh, wow. Why'd you move from Cincinnati to the wonderful land of Northern Virginia? Uh, parents' jobs. Not that true. was an exciting answer. So you, they're like, we're moving. You're like, I. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I really don't have a say in the matter. Yeah. And then you know David because... Mary yeah. Washington. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I still don't know how you guys know each other. Uh, David, why don't you tell us... I mean, you might as well tell us. So... My dad worked for the Senate Majority Leader and was responsible for basically entertaining lobbyists mm-hmm. when he came into the office to pitch him and stuff. Um, and Jack's parents were both lobbyists at the time for two different organizations. I think your dad was lobbying for Puerto Rico at the yeah. time, and your mom was, I think, for private schools. Thick. I don't remember. This was you know, 30, almost sense. 30 years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and... They're married. They don't share a last name, similar to my parents. Um, and I was going through cancer treatment, and my dad telling, you know, Jack's mom and dad about this. Uh, and they come home and start both talking about this guy on the hill whose kid's going through cancer, sort of not realizing that they're both talking about the same person. Mm. They finally realize that, invite my folks over for dinner, uh, you know. Uh, I think at some point it was figured out, oh, what also happened is I ended up being in preschool at the Marshall Center Center, with Jack's older sister, Ellen. And so it was all like, oh, fuck. Like, we already know you from work. Our kids know each other. Let's hang out. And And so by the time I was born... And it all sort of snowballed from there. Yeah. Okay. So... How was your... I always am interested in this with Mary Washington people. How was uh, your initial impression of David? Uh, I think you had a beard then as well. Yeah, I probably. Think, I think you've been perma-bearded the entire... I don't think I've ever seen your chin. <laughs> what chin? <laughs> Chins don't exist. Yeah. There you go. I have a Habsburg chin, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's how David and I know each other. Uh, what I remember about you is that you have gone through such a radical change. It's sort of a radical change, but yet you stayed true to you since I first met you as this 
Young young little boy back in the day. Young little boy. Spry, wiry little boy. Now all of a sudden, look at you, you're jacked. Sure. <laughs> That's horrifying. True. When I, young, it have been worse? supple. Could it have been worded better, perhaps? Should it have been worded better? Definitely. Could it have been, could it have been worded worse? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, you taught. Taught. You play, so, I remember you played, like, the, tr- you played the trumpet? Yeah. Right? Okay. So, that was your, not your thing. Like, that was definitely person, my thing, yeah. But, you know, but you, I don't want to say, like, that was your only identifying fact. No, that's, that's, <laughs> I am trumpet boy. That it's is like, still how I identify <laughs> Luda this ass. That's your A-O-L-I-M. It's like Scooter Kid. So, you, so you came up, and then you did that. We went to high school together. You're a year or two below. I think one year. Okay. Because you were 2010. Yes. Yeah. And you're 2011. Yeah. So um, then you you done gone to done Mary Washington. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you uh, started in 2011. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was, that was my, it's hard to, it's really that was hard my to, sophomore year. I was going to say, it's hard okay. to kind of determine that. That was my first sophomore year. Okay. The first That's what sophomore I mean. year. The <laughs> super sophomore year. <laughs> Yes. The second <laughs> the first one, one. The, 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 the third, the, fir- the, well, I should say the, the fifth semester, which was the one where I then got suspended. Yes. Uh, okay. Which we've never talked about on the show. We've, we've talked about my suspension several times. But we've we've mentioned that you got suspended, but was it just academics? Yeah, it was just academics. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't in real trouble. Yeah. Well, I was in real trouble, but I wasn't in... Like, legal government. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't in government trouble. Okay. okay. Um, so, since you started in, in false church, because... You have done, I want to say, 25 different things that you were really good at. For starters, you became a powerlifter. Mm-hmm. So we had, again, as we mentioned before we started. I love this ego massage. Keep going. Oh, go, dude, listen. We, you heard how emphatic I said, dude. <laughs> keep going. No, keep going. Nipple flaps up. So, Lewis, Lewis currently stroking his nipples. So... And, and staring Lewis, at a bottle of Mrs. Butter's very, do this. very uncomfortable. Although, odds are, if you're listening to this, you're, again, more likely to know Lou than us. So, you, what decided to get you into powerlifting? Because we talked about, you know, to Jake about this before. Uh, I'd be interested to see, I'd be interested to hear that, actually. Yeah. Uh, so, I remember, I think I was, um, I was just kind of, I'd never done anything that athletic. I was, I was like, I sailed when I was little, so you just kind of sit in the, sit in the boat for that, and like, I didn't do any real exercise on top of that, and so I started running, and I was like, this is kind of not, yeah, exactly, it doesn't get you anywhere, and so, I mean, it gets you somewhere, but like, does it really get me anywhere? It's a metaphorical, yeah, exactly, it's a metaphorical destination, and so, um, after a while, I was, I said, okay, you know, I want to get, Freaking yoked, man! And so you uh, watched the Damazetti gym, yeah, gym science. No, yeah. oh, who was it? Who I'm trying to think. Who was it that? Um, There's this old site called 70s Big, and it was. Uh, this is the No, no, and it was because is it Tom of Finland? There is this. There is this aesthetic in the 70s. These fucking just yeah. like, yeah, yoked oh, dudes, just burly dudes, yeah. and and it wasn't kind of the whole um, physique thing of today where. Um, Big thick boys. Yeah, yeah, big thick boys, and it and they were just super strong, and they got there. It was it wasn't kind of all show, you know. They'd yeah. been in the trenches, you know, lifting heavy weights for years, and so I followed that, and that kind of probably a lot of West Side guys, right? Exactly that kind of that kind of community, and so um, that was what inspired me somewhat. There, I used to. I don't know if you know who Bill Kazmaier is. He was I'm this, a yeah, so he was he's a vegan powerlifter, isn't he? No, no, he was in the seventies, eighties. He was the world's strongest man. Oh, okay. And he's he was just fucking huge, and it was um, 
Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, then, of course, Arnold. And Arnold had this Franco. He <laughs> freaking uh, uh, another big inspiration. He, he has this video of him blowing up one of those hot water bottles. Or not hot water bottles. One of those like bags of hot water that you put hot water in. Mm-hmm. And he blows it and it explodes. It's just like crazy internal strength. And um, so that's, I mean, that's a really random anecdote, but just no, stuff I, like that. I, I'm not trying and to I think it's fun to be super strong, you know, just, yeah. you know, or aspire Even with boxes and stuff. Exactly. So what was the best, like, what was the biggest you got or like the best numbers you put up? Yeah, what was, so what was your, what was your combined So PR? my best total in competition, I did a 440 squat, a 350 bench, and a 570 deadlift. Jeez. And so, and so that's all on the same day, but I was, I was feeling, you know, you were, you peak for that day, et cetera. Yeah. And um, then, yeah, you gotta kind of, exactly. Like yeah, exactly. So that was, and I think I was about 190 something pounds when I did that. Which so. for some perspective now I weigh about 190. Yeah. I'm, I'm lighter than that now. Yeah. So, so how often do you work out now that you've got another career? <laughs> like maybe three days a week. Just yeah. kind of. Just to keep in shape. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I don't so become a potato. you moved on from powerlifting to battle rapping. Mm. So, again, the jack of all trades. Not even the master the of The jacked of all, <laughs> all trades. <laughs> Thank you, David. That was safe. And, and what inspired you to do that? Because it's, it's a weird... I swear trip. to God, if you say eight mile... Please say <laughs> No. Jumping in a hoodie miracle right spiritual yeah. in your swimming pool. Yeah. No. Uh, it was... I, I'm trying to, I saw this... Um, it was, I, so I'd seen Locksmith vs. Disaster way back in the oh, day, yeah. but I hadn't really gotten too much into the scene then, but that was probably the first battle I actually watched. I And I was like, I remember it was, I think, Locksmith, or, God, what was that? Was it Loaded Lux? No, 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 and I love Loaded Lux though, but um, that, that, that was the first one I saw. No, it was Locksmith vs. Daylight. Okay. And um, I remember Locksmith saying, you know, record labels like vampires they stay away from daylight and so i was like that's crazy <laughs> of course by like today's standards with the bars exponentially getting more and more complex that's you know yeah. nothing. but still but but when you're you haven't really been exposed to that kind of scene you're like that's crazy because you're putting these two concepts together and so um i always had a fun time in english that was probably my best subject and so kind of uh, combining if you can write well and come up with cool yeah basically dad jokes turn them into insulting bars <laughs> it's it's a fun time like you know it's doing it competitively it brings out the competitive yeah. edge and everything so what were some of the what were some of the lines that even to this day stick out because i i'm always interested i was always was and mm-hmm. so i'm always interested in your creative process and that because i know you and i would be talking a lot when you would post those videos um i don't know I, yeah they're hard to remember uh, yeah i don't i don't i don't rap like i rap but i don't so much anymore. Um, well, it's hard to blame I'm you. To, you got a big career. Yeah, I'm right. trying to think of what like, my favorite ones that I've. Uh, oh, the, so when I was in Atlanta battling Stephen Kang, um, I, I said, um, he say like he, he talk like you'll squeeze and fire the iron, but you'll see this guy's a liar and ain't no real killer like season five of The Wire. Hi-ya! And so it was. It, I, they kind of slept on it there because it was Atlanta and not like Baltimore or DC or something. <laughs> but I was HP, like, I was like, that's so Atlanta. fire. And it's and I, I remember just sitting there writing it because it's a seven-syllable yeah. multi. 
So it's like, I just remember being so proud when I wrote that because it's like, the, oh, more, this. the more things that you can rhyme in a in one Bar. kind of scheme, I don't know, It's that's kind of what I So what to. was your, pr- what, did he have an assistant with him who was like Dave Kudos? Who's Dave I'm just it's because you said a guy was Stephen Kang. Stephen Kang, yeah. For God's sake. His name was Steve. For Adam. God's sake! <laughs> oh. For God's sake! Oh. I don't even know if I should keep that. Oh. That's that's staying in. For God. This whoosh. It did. It actually it, it whooshed over my head four times before I got. It. So, <laughs> what was your creative process like in going to a battle? Because you got you know. I, hey, do I, you get do you be- get like Oppo research? Oh yeah, because you know your opponent. Higher, higher PIs and shit. Yeah. Do, you, do you troll their social media? Oh yeah, <laughs> everything. You look up their past battles. You find everything that you look at the YouTube comment sections on their past battles. <laughs> and be like, this is free domain. You, you see, you everything. go look up their comments on YouTube yes. things. You find oh, their Reddit account. You find, you find their other Reddit account. Yeah. You find their third Reddit account. <laughs> D- their Gone Wild Reddit account. That's you, a good you go, Lady Boner's Gone Wild accounts. Yeah, you go deep. I'm gonna rip this guy apart! And I mean psychologically! So once you kind of pick your angles, um, some things will immediately come to you. They'll just pop out. Um, yeah. Like one, I battled uh, Troy Brown, and he looks like Pete Rock. And so... Um, I had this bar that, like... Uh, By the way, Dave and I appreciate that reference. Yeah. I don't know if anyone else will appreciate that because reference, but we know who Pete Rock Because it's, um, uh, it's like, I'll murder him, then tell this dude's voice, um, and you look like Pete Rock, so they all reminisce over you, Troy. Wow. Because when you see that, you know, in your iPod or something, it's they reminisce over you, yeah. and then in uh, parentheses, Troy. Troy. Yeah, yeah. And so I knew that people, you know, in a battle rap audience would have seen that... It's an icon- it is song. an iconic hip hop song. So, yes, yeah. and and it's that presentation of it. They reminisce over you, Troy. I remember seeing that in my. I think it was probably my iPod or yeah. I don't know Spotify or something. I had it. I had it on my one of my various no name MP3 players. I mean, I I was one of those people who was anti Apple for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I still kind of am. Yeah. I have an iPad for work, but I didn't pay for it. But but. Um, yeah, besides the eye. But I had a, I had a, a range of them, and they always had weird screen formats, so I always would see, like, the, the scroll. Yeah, and so you take that, you get a good reaction. That must be the most sad. It's like, just kill me. Yo, <laughs> I just went over a crowd, even for a bar. I just fucking won over. What's that like going into it, just in terms of nerves, in terms of whatever? Because you're basically doing a public speaking on a much harsher scale. Because mm-hmm. people are really like... A brutal every, scale. A brutal scale, because everyone's going line for line. Yeah, and I mean... Like, when you watch a battle, you want everyone to do well. And it's... But it's there's also like... You're like, yeah, but if they crash and burn, there's like... it's my choice. <laughs> yeah, so it's... um, uh, It's kind of exciting in that it's... And it's, and it's not... You don't pre-rehearse a battle in right. terms of like back and forth and stuff. Right. So it's you, got you don't your know shit. what they're coming yeah. with, and yeah. so you just you just hope it's better. And you don't know what's gonna hit either. Because right. yeah, you might think this line's really clever, but if it doesn't come like that Troy line, you knew it was probably gonna work. But if it doesn't, it's you can see it not working. You just gotta keep going. Yeah, exactly. You, just, you can't, can't be like. Uh, yeah, this can't react. be a Jeb Bush. Please, yeah, please clap. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> please. Please clap. Um, so then, are you nervous at all going into these? Because I know I would be just from a public speaking thing. Uh, 
Yes, definitely. I mean, it's ex you get the same ner nerves just before a big speech or something. Yeah. You know, because I mean, you're you don't have and the and you're and it's competitive as well. So uh, the other person wants to win. Yes. So they're not they don't want you to be to come out and. They want you to slip up or make a mistake or say something right. wrong because then it's easier for It's them. not like English class where, you know, your classmates are theoretically your exactly. peers are there for you. It's a situation where, ooh, you fucked up. Don't mess now. up. Yeah. Then like you want to get in their head a little bit. bit. Yes. It's very much like the uh, uh, substitute teacher, Keen Peel Skit. Oh, you done <laughs> fucked <laughs> up. A-A-Ron. <Yeah. laughs> you done messed up, A-A-Ron. So... How long did you do that competitively? Because I know you were going like to New York, to Baltimore, to you said Atlanta, Providence, Providence. <laughs> my, I love Rhode Island. Providence. There's a battle rap scene in Providence. That was that was an interesting trip. But can you give some details as to why? Uh, I'm not surprised that Providence has a battle rap scene. This is also where DJ Pauly D would usually do his residences. Oh, mm. From uh, yes, from Jersey Shore. That's right. Mm -hmm. So. What was so? So describe going to Rhode Island for a time. So the event was there. I don't know. There weren't that many people there. It was not a. It was. Uh, it was a big room too, and it was kind of a bust. So that makes it so much worse. But what happened was in this venue, um, the someone I don't know, like crackheads or something, robbed pretty much every car down the entire street next to the venue. Oh just smashed God. windows, grab, smash window, grab. So a bunch of people just lost, you know, bags, purses, etc., etc. Like, I don't know, probably eight, eight or ten cars. Jeez. So, what about yours? I didn't, I Ubered there. I, Smart man. I took taking the train up there and was in a hotel and Ubered there. And so I didn't have to deal with that. But that was yikes. How many of those, and how many of those competitions did you win? So they don't. Doing pretty well. Oh. So the way it works is nowadays most battles are promo, which means there's no official winner. The fans decide. Okay. So people debate. I'd say I'm arguably undefeated. There's um, probably ones that are close, and I'm sure people could make arguments for me losing. But I'd say um, maybe only one or two. I was gonna say I remember because I was watching a lot of, especially the early ones, where it mm. seemed like there was a crap. You generally would win them. That's yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. trying. I'm not, I am trying to build you up a little bit, but I just remember. Being yeah. Like, yeah. Lou won those. There things. is there is truly video evidence. Yeah. There yeah. is. Like, we, I, we can I, go I, the I was watching most of them. I was like, yep, Lou won, and then the crowd said, yep, Lou also won. So oh I, yes, I, I did have an. Uh, I think I've had a few judged battles. I've never lost a judged battle. Okay. That's that's also impressive because yeah. you're winning over the crowd in those events and in the yeah. judge events and, you're winning over a, a separate and out event. of town too. There's a lot of people who you know they never leave town, right? Because they you know they have their boys with them. The whole squad, everyone knows that. them. That's uh, that is an impressive going into another team's building and, and winning a road game. Yeah, yeah. That's and it's big in battle rap because people want you to lose when you're you know, going up against there. their exactly. Yeah. You know, because they want to defend their turf. And, yeah, yeah. And especially because you're probably rolling in with zero posse. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe David, one person. But yeah. David and I would have gone. Maybe. <laughs> we would have been the worst hype men ever because we would have just been make, cracking jokes to the side the whole time. No, that's those are the best hype men. Because <laughs> yeah. we're, we're going to be standing there on the side that's clowning people and then they're like, oh, well, look at you. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, this. And like, yeah, we're dorks. Like, <laughs> fucking look at us. We're, we're terrible, but we own up to it. We own it. We are absolute nerds. We are absolute herbs. After battle rapping, where did things go? Yeah. So I was working as an accountant. CPA and just kind of basically the, basically the battle rapping. You graduated with a business degree from Air yes. Washington. Yep. 
and was spent a lot of time with Frackleton and so, uh, nope, never had a class. Oh, with you Frack. lucky, you <laughs> lucky. I have never, I've never been on the verge of assaulting a professor like I have with Frackleton. So describe why he was. <laughs> I'm kidding. He was like, he was kind of more bowling ball in nature, right? Y- yes. Okay. Um. He he had the proportions of the Philly fanatic. <laughs> Um, One of the M&M characters. Yes. Uh, and I, so I, w- I was taking intro to accounting with him, which is, e- this is a guy who's been tenured at UMW uh, and so also teaches at some, some law school uh, down in Richmond, so maybe U of R law. I don't know. But he, uh, he, spent, he would come in Monday morning and would tell us about his golf game. Tell us how we play. He, he would. This guy would play thirty six holes in a weekend, pretty much every weekend. <laughs> I don't know why he would think his. That's college, good living, though. It is. I don't know why he would think his college students would have any interest whatsoever. Uh, because because the baseball players in class who sucked up to him were like, "Oh, to, uh, what's your handicap at now?" Yeah. To which I would respond, "How'd you tip your caddy?" <laughs> I, which I'm sure always went over well in class. <laughs> you become an accountant. Mm-hmm. When do you realize, I don't want to be an accountant anymore? Uh, I think the day before the first day. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Joe Bluth. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> exactly. And so, I, but I, you know, I mean, you're not supposed to love your job. And I was like, you know, it's a job. They pay you. You know, you go. Um, the one thing about public accounting is you're, kind of an indentured servant a few months of the year, right at the beginning, during busy season, closing everyone's books and stuff. Um, it's funny, we had our we had my friend Julie on the show, who's a private uh, accountant. Mm-hmm. And, um, so it, it's, it's it's different, but a similar sort of just... I don't, there's, I, there's a busy... You, you have like your nose to the grindstone season, yeah. and you're sort of like farting about for... Everything's, you know, everything's coming months. to a point at that time. Yeah. Right. And then uh, the, the idea is then... Summer is super chill, but then there was this thing called Sarbanes-Oxley, and so uh, SOX, which is kind of the huge compliance thing, I think. Okay. They passed after Enron in 2002, I think. Yeah. And so... Good. Yeah, yeah. But makes a lot of work for us. <laughs> You're like, I... <laughs> Fine, you almost crashed California's economy with reckless bookkeeping, so I really... I, I wasn't there. You weren't yeah, there. That is there. true. It was like 10. <laughs> Still, false. Still, Enron um, almost crashed California's economy. Yeah, that was a yikes. But so now, before it was the summer. If you were an accountant, you were like easy living. But now you got a bunch of you know control stuff to do and just a bunch of compliance things that you need to actually you know audit and account for, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So how long did you work as an accountant? So for almost two years. Okay. I think twenty-two months. So that's from when was your last day? Let's say it was July sixth, twenty eighteen. Okay, because so, I went to a my the most recent battle I did two days later on that Saturday. As a celebration, or just like a- I well, I went up to New York and saw my one of my good friends from when I was little, and it was a great. I had a bunch of champagne that Sunday morning. It was really nice. Yeah. <laughs> and they went to a battle rap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way to celebrate. <laughs> so then you go and. When is your first time, like on a on a streaming service on YouTube of something? Where does this like? So where it started this... earlier than yeah. that. Because I whole been... did you start building your tower as you were doing the accounting stuff? So like yeah, scrolling scrolling away, buying a bit here, buying a piece there, or did you like buy a full rig? 
Oh, oh, so um, I bought that about two months after I left my job, and I was like, okay, I want to... But I had a, a gaming computer, but it wasn't so good. At rec- yeah. Like, it was... I wouldn't get the best So where, where does the gaming computer... Like, where does even, like, the very beginning of this start? Like, so, I think it was about a year before that, I just uploaded, like, a 10... A funny like 20 second clip or something and then I uploaded it on reddit and I got a few upvotes and I was like oh that's kind of nice you know people comment on it and it's fun and you which and feedback. you do the same by the way with your rap battles they got like, yeah, pretty good exactly attention on the hip hop so battles. yeah so it kind of um, in that respect I was a little familiar with kind of the self-promotion aspect of it and how to do it without being like you know, overbearing yeah so um, I did that for a free few, few, few a few videos um, there was uh, and the nice thing about the game I primarily played called Rust was that you could just kind of do gameplay and it's interesting to watch because there's you start from nothing a rock and so there's showing the progression of going to you know starting with nothing and going to become a highly geared guy with an enormous tower for a base is it can be exciting if you kind of show that story so early on it was just I'd just find nice songs that I liked in the public domain and or not as I found out <laughs> later on but I'd just put the music on and record my gameplay and then just do little like cuts it wasn't, wasn't really anything I didn't do anything beyond that at the time and so from there I just slowly kind of improved I was on Windows Movie Maker Eventually, I got this. Um, then eventually, I graduated to you know Vegas Pro, and yeah. so over time, getting better and better at it. Um, and then realizing that people were when they started getting traction. I think it was May twenty eighteen when I had a video. It was it got like forty thousand views or something. And I said, okay, you know, I mean, that's um, people are actually watching it at that point. You have a, I think I had over. I don't know, maybe 25k subs or something. So Which said, is really impressive. Well, yeah, so I said, you know, I can go from there. Um, and uh, just to take a back step, actually, I had one video go viral on Reddit when I hit about 150 subs. Okay. I posted on videos when we there was this huge raid in Rust and all everyone had died. And so my friend and I crept up right at the last second, kill the last guy and just yoink everything and run. And uh, it was uh, it was this big. I think it was on the front page of videos for like a day. So that was fun because it was. I mean, a, a bunch of people commented on it and stuff, and it was just exciting to have something go mini viral. I got like seventy k views, and that was just at the time I was flabbergasted by that. Now, if you got a seventy k video, like <laughs> jump out the window. Like, Fuck! What did I do wrong? <laughs> Um, and so it was just, ex- that was exciting. And then that kind of motivated me. And so I kept going and, you know, when you post a video like that, your next one, there are people who are just sticking around. So then I just, as I improved it, um, all kind of snowballed. Yeah. Cause I mean, you're at, ed- there's editing in your videos that I appreciate where it's, it's not dis. I don't want to compare us to you because that's a, doing a disservice to you. But the editing is similar, where it's just random references left and right, and it's mm-hmm. just cut shit, and it's always really funny. Uh, the part of the last video that really made me laugh was you talking about the fireman, which really <laughs> yeah. made me laugh. So, can you describe it for David? Because oh yeah, so there was we were just talking about um, 
like the similarities between being a pole dancer and being a fireman. Yeah. It's like depending on the economy, yeah. you know. Yeah. You, you spend half your time sliding down poles, so. You and know, Lou was talking about how it's. Like, and like, you no, know, I've just, seen I have seen old firehouses turned into strip clubs. Yeah. So, and there and, you go. And Lou was talking about how. Uh, no, I was talking about a fireman. What are you guys talking about? Yeah, yeah just a big, furly fireman <laughs> with you know suspenders on. That big, kind of thing. rippling. <laughs> I mean, fucking howling. I mean, howling. So fireman in <laughs> chaps, <laughs> no shirt, suspenders, just looking like, real supple. Have like a fireman. And then they've got to slide down a pole at the end. Oh, slide yeah. down poles? What? Fireman. Firemen. Not what you're thinking. Oh, I was thinking about firemen. What were you thinking about? Like yeah. a big burly well, fireman a, with like suspenders <laughs> and no shirt. You know. Where's the first time you realized that? Oh, I'm not just getting some viral hits here and there. I'm like, hey, well, how big was your first rep? How big was your first ad check? Uh, they send you one where you get a hundred dollars. I think so. Okay. I think a hundred dollars. And then you go from there. And so I didn't. I, I think I'd. I known you had started a YouTube channel and stuff. You came over to our house for Easter this past year, which mm -hmm. I think was I can't I can never because Easter April like, or something. Yeah, and um, it got brought up at the at the lunch slash dinner table, and uh, you had mentioned that yeah, it's like you know eight hundred and eighty thousand subscribers right now, and I had to do like a quadruple take of I'm sorry what <laughs> like <laughs> what <laughs> like that's like not like you're, it's not like this podcast where we kind of do it for fun and eighty and, yeah we yeah. might get eighty for yeah us. yeah. And, you know, well, obviously Lou's going to bring in the listeners. Other now. And it, but it was just like, you know, I, was, I, I actually couldn't, I literally couldn't believe it. I said, I'm sorry, what? And that's when I sort of realized, oh, you're a legitimate YouTube personality. <laughs> this isn't just a hobby. You can now make a living off YouTube. And by hey, the way, he's got plaques. So <laughs> since then, we have seen the we have seen the plaque you got for hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. Nice little, nice little thing. That's uh, okay. Thank you, T. It's nice. You have one you haven't even opened yet for a million. Damn, <laughs> it's so. barely open. It's just like on the floor. <laughs> it's like uh, it's there because you know you're gonna get one for five million. It's, it's almost it's almost like the it's almost like Caddyshack where it's like you got a check here for like a hundred thousand dollars on the ground. Yeah, it hasn't been cashed yet. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> So, Lou, I checked earlier today. I want to get the exact numbers as recently as 5 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, 1,271,814 YouTube subscribers. How the hell did that happen? Like, when was the moment where it just started? Did you have one video that just... When are you going to... When are, here's a real question. When are you going to fight... Uh, Jake Paul, Jake Paul, or Ninja, or just anybody, anybody. Oh, I'm, 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 Dude, celebrity boxing with YouTube personalities would be a big hit. I would like Didn't they do that with? No, it was uh, Logan Paul and. Um, oh yeah, he did actually. Fought. Uh, the British guy, like CJ or something. Yeah, he did an MMA. LSJ yeah, he did an MMA fight. Oh, the the MMA fighter. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's a rapper. Oh, from the UK. Oh, I don't know. Him and they had a boxing match or something. Oh. Well, I'm gonna say I would put money on you in an arm wrestling contest between just about any other YouTuber, <laughs> or in a fight, fight. Yeah. Um, so, did you have one video that just immediately took? I was like, kind of the jumping off point for your channel. Yeah. So I had a video called "Solo Player Bankrupts a Clan." Uploaded it in about mid February, and it went. It started off slow, uh, and then about a week later, it just took off. I don't know why. It just maybe got put in recommended. Feeds. Exactly. Well, that well, that's what happened. But it, it was because people were watching it for a high portion of the video, and a video is 18 minutes long or something. So they'd watch, you know, 12 minutes of it. And yeah. So if people are that spending that much time, exactly. And so then it just shot it out to all types of 
everywhere in the YouTube sphere. And so random people were coming in. They were like, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm entertained. I still I still see those comments in your videos now. Yeah. I have no idea what Rust is, but I exactly. love watching well and play. And so that basically, I gained 100K subs in two days. Mm. And that went at, at the peak of it. And I was just like, bruh. You realize, that, where was that moment where you go, oh, I'm going to be able to make a comfortable living now off YouTube? Probably that week. You <laughs> 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 said the cash register's thing in your eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, suddenly that check goes from $100 to $1,000. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah, yeah. So, yes, I'm looking up now because I've actually, it, it shows that I've watched it. Mm. So, 16 million views as of this recording. That's a lot of views on YouTube. That's like, that's, you know, uh, like a good song. That's 16 it. times platinum, isn't it? Yes. Yes, using the old archaic way of the record industry. <laughs> yes. um, so, when did you hit a million? Uh, I think four or five videos ago. Okay. Five-ish videos ago, maybe. So, I'm going to guess that's what, like three or four weeks ago? No, a little bit more than that. I think okay. about two months ago. Okay. So, it's still going because in two months you've gained another 200,000 subscribers. <laughs> Again, it's worth noting that this isn't like a slowdown. This is continuing to skyrocket. How is everything... Have, has anything changed in like your personal life? Has your though? game changed? Are you like moving um, on to a different different game? Uh, I mean, so, so I basically I started it just because I was like I spend way too much time gaming. I need to have some kind of productive outlet, and so as long as Why I'm having fun game? doing what I'm doing, um, I I I do what I did. I did a. I did a Mordhau video about two months ago as well. I had a lot of fun playing that for a little while. It was like the medieval slasher that came out. Uh, yeah, okay, you're familiar with it. But it's also just Rust is what for whatever reason Rust is working for you. So why? Oh, yeah. Why? Why? How big is the Rust community online? Oh, it, uh, the YouTube community dwarfs it. There's, it's I think the peak. T I think 94 million, 94, 94 million, <laughs> 94 thousand people is the peak all time player high. Um, so like is, is it current player high? So is it one of those things to go to those comments in the, in your videos where it's people not maybe not necessarily played as much but are very interested in watching? Well, yeah, and it's the best. Versus. I mean, it's the best game you're not playing. Is kind yes. of because <laughs> it because it's it's so hard. If it you're a new player, so complicated for if you're my a new player, it's it's like joining. I don't know if you guys know Eve Online. It's similar to that. It's the barriers to entry. There's just so much. Had you like it's one of those games where if you get in early, like if you got in like the beta. Great. Like, you're, you know... You're, but when I watch your videos, I just go, oof. Well, you can you can join and play it now, but... There's going to be so many you, things that you miss out on. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like to think of Rust a lot like Destiny, mm -hmm. in that, like, there's stuff that you're just never going to be able to get. Mm -hmm. uh, items, skins, well, tools. So, you can get that stuff, but it's... The, it's more of like a huge learning curve, mm -hmm. and it's for the certainly for the first few hundred hours, you're never you're just not going to see end game content unless yeah. you're playing with an established group of people who already know what they're doing. Like you just you it, need sherpas exactly, so you just won't you, you won't have the opportunity simply because it's so intimidating in a way. You you know the learning things and then other people coming along and just stepping on your sandcastle because you don't realize that you left one thing open that is easily exploitable. And then what's, how has YouTube, I mean, they give you plaques, but like, have you gone to conventions? Have you gone to? Not really. Um, I'm going to start though. Well, it's, and it's another interesting thing about your videos is you don't use a face cam and your, even your video, you know, I hate to stereotype YouTube gamers, but they all have the same pictures of like basically a clickbait. Yeah. 
Yeah. Lou is doing the yeah. hand, the Home Alone, yeah. hum, you know, hands. Macaulay Culkin, Cooking. yeah. And you just put your logo basically on a video mm-hmm. and just you know do it as normal. And there's no clickbaity headline, mm-hmm. which makes it even the more impressive and respectable that you've gotten these numbers based on just making videos. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's also. Uh, I mean, there's tons of different styles of YouTube content True. that, um, you know, they're all unique and stuff. Um, special snowflakes. Exactly. Special snowflakes. So, uh, yeah. It, it's one thing about YouTube is it's super easy to kind of compare yourself to other people. And so hmm. that's kind of a struggle to try not to do. And so, so you, that productive. so you wanted to stand out. Is that why you tend to not use a... So a lot of people don't use Facebook. I'd okay. say, um... I don't, I don't have any kind of hard percentages, but I'd say Go a large that. percentage of certainly like many kind of gamers who post on YouTube in this kind of era, you know, gameplay of, I don't know, um, like Rainbow Six or yeah. CSGO or something. I'd say the majority of them don't have face cam. Okay, so and is is that difference just in the platform that you're using YouTube instead of Twitch or yes. Mixer? Yes, like I often use... Face cam on Twitch. Okay. Just because it's a it's a different kind of. It's, I think when people go to YouTube, I mean, I I think it it's a little bit not jarring, especially for my style of content. And then I'm telling a story in the game, and then right. there's just this like dude sitting in the corner. It's like who's that? It's really it is sincerely like a thirty minute video of it's a beginning. It is. Yeah. It's an arcing story. And so I think it's, it's like if you had the director's cut of a movie and the director's. In a green screen in the bottom left, saying like, "Oh yeah, this was good." Like, and good and know. and fair and good point because the way your video is edited, it wouldn't you know it would be jarring to see different face cam reactions mm-hmm. from one point to another. Um, although in your last video, you had to put in. Oh, I did. Yeah, I actually didn't record one part, and I was like, "Well, I have to use the Twitch feed." But yeah, it was it was uh, it was uh, I don't know thirty seconds or something. But someone commented in the YouTube video that you <laughs> that Luke's voice really doesn't match with what he <laughs> Oh, I've been getting that comment since I started. <laughs> it was like oh, sounds like a one of them said sounds like a fifteen year old looks thirty. And I said that's funny but mean. <laughs> He's got that baby face. He does have that baby. They love that. So it, what's the difference then for you with Twitch streaming and YouTube? I think of it like. When I'm on Twitch, I'm generating the content that I will then cut down and upload and put in a much more condensed and more... Like, for example, my YouTube, I have, I think, 200,000 followers on Twitch, and it's a smaller platform. But, like, I think the ceiling for a good video is so much higher than the ceiling for a good Twitch stream. You're also, you're lacking the necessary requirements to (laughs) be an elite Twitch streamer. (laughs) I am cupping my chest uh, to mime breasts, and that's not because I think women only use the platform in a manner to highlight their own sexuality, but that gamers respond to it. Because yeah. dude, as we always say, sex sells. Hey, yeah, can't knock. The, I'm not. Yeah. I I don't knock the hustle. Yeah, like, I can't. I y'all are getting out there and they're making that money. Yeah. But there is, you'll, you'll notice a certain thing about a lot of the. They know their audience. Yes, they know their audience. Yeah, and good for that. You need to cutty. So anyway, we're back. We were talking about something that we cannot put on the show. We're <laughs> we'll not put on the show. We're back on. We're back from break. Yeah, uh, back from break. So Lou, I have, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a battle rapper, thoughts on Pusher T's, what I thought was an absolute ethering of Drake. The uh, story of Adidon mm-hmm. last summer. Story of Adidon? Yeah. yeah. And um, with uh, 
Yeah, Drake was kind of... I think he took the, the version with all the views off YouTube. They had to re-upload it. And mm -hmm. he was like, all right. And then some... I, I can't remember who it was, but somebody who was like well-respected by both of them came in. They were like, all right, it's done. Jay Prince. Yeah, that's right. He and I was like, bruh, like, <laughs> you can't just... Kick, get, kick a, back. get authoritatively say that this game is over. You're not the omnipresent one. Yeah, yeah. But it sort of ended it. Um, Jay Prince, yeah. Jay Prince. I mean, so for that one, I think it was it was a pretty clear W for uh, for Pusha T. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Or yeah pretty, pretty clear. I mean, pretty clear L for Drake. And yes. as Pusha would say, yuck, yuck. yuck. So shamed him into fatherhood. Yes. That kid's that kid's fatherhood. That kid's relationship with his father is forever. Scarred. Yep. Like, I can I can fully ex I can fully see Pusha like sending that kid whatever the medium of the day is in ten years. That on his birthday. Oh. <laughs> that's a, that's like Ooh. some fifty cent level shit. Where it's like, well, this is some next level beef. <laughs> fifty I, always goes into beef where you're like, wow. Fifty, 50 like methodically wanted to murder this person. Fifty remains remains undefeated with the best the best insult tweet ever. Lloyd, I will donate. I will donate twenty five thousand dollars to a charity. No, no seven hundred fifty thousand. That's right, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to a charity of your choice. If you read one page out loud from a Harry Potter book. This is a special A S L E L S challenge for you, Floyd. If you can read one full page of a Harry Potter book, nigga, I'll give $750,000 to whatever charitable organization you want to. <laughs> Floyd has not responded. Yeah, because Floyd can't read. <laughs> Allegedly. No, no, we've seen the, there's clips of it on The Breakfast Club, I think, when they asked him to read a promo and he, like, he couldn't do it. I oh, mean, no. I know, push it. Floyd Mayweather's worth, like, $400 million. Yeah, I don't feel I'm sorry, I don't. Like, is, yeah. is this, like, like when DJ Envy got run out of the room by Jesus and Romero? Yeah, it's like, you know, I don't feel that bad for it. You um, admitted to doing this, so and we made fun of you for it. So, does that still excite you if you hear a good battle rap from someone else and you're like... Or oh you, or, yeah! Or you, okay. I was so, yeah, watching you, you Summer Impact this last weekend uh, with in uh, Loaded Lux and Hollow to Dawn teamed up <laughs> versus. Um, so it was supposed to be Tay Rock and Sue Surf, but then Sue Surf got locked up. And which always is, happens. Which, which which is nothing new. It's happened so many times. <laughs> it's the story as old as rap. So Sue Surf's got he's got got a rap, got a sheet. Yeah, he, a lot of B and E. Yeah, a lot of to, uh, a lot of lot of uh, unlawful possession. Yeah, he needs to get out of that whatever situation he's in. Because. Should it, we say we should have a free him campaign? No, <laughs> with every other rapper. No, because he probably he probably did the, <laughs> oh, okay. did the shit he's been accused of. Okay, fair um, enough. Unfortunately, the precedent is there that I don't want to get behind a free him uh, uh, a free Sue Surf campaign. Fair enough. Um, and so Chess had to step in to team up with Tay Rock, and so it was a really good battle. But I mean, it's still like, but what could have been? Because because that they basically Tay Rock and Sue Surf they're called gun titles when they're together. That's like their team name. And uh, so they battled DNA and um, K Shine like two years ago at the first iteration of the Double Impact series. And you still get that, and you still, even all oh, yeah. the time, still get those. You watch that, and you're like, mm, I can get right back in it. Yeah. <laughs> you, well, I mean, those are people who are at the top of the uh, top. I was gonna say, have you kind of retired from that world? Yeah, I think so. I mean, unless. I, I don't know. But Unless the YouTube checks up, clearly. <laughs> you're like, well, I gotta make money. Yeah. Time to transition. No longer <laughs> gaming, folks. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the day that, um, I think 
think there was a thing that like YouTubers were doing doing diss tracks at each other a few years ago. Oh for God's sake! So, so I'm just waiting for the day someone does that to me, and I'm like, true. Actually, you are big enough now, and you're and you're like, you entered the wrong you have house, no chief. idea. You have no idea. <laughs> oh, chief, this ain't it. <laughs> How long? Truly, you done fucked up here. <laughs> How long does it take you to edit a normal a video? Like, a, this is a 30 minute lot of edit, you know, YouTube video. Yeah. How much content do you start with? Is it, is it like a 60 to 90 minute thing? No, no. Usually about um, eight to 15 hours. Usually is the total raw footage. Okay. And then the total edit time, not including that initial clippings, maybe yeah. like. 30 40 hours so okay. maybe like 50 hours total for so a, a work week exactly yeah. yeah which i mean that's where you justify it being you know exactly your work is yeah that I, I put more at work into this than most people not to you know that's what most people and you work more more hours than i do yeah mm-hmm. and he's full-time so yeah and so but i also i work in an industry where things don't open until true 11 o'clock you, yeah and like by five o'clock Bars are busy for happy hours, so like I really have a seven-hour window. Mm-hmm. Does and does Twitch streaming, monetarily wise, you're so big on YouTube. I'm sure it's good, but I, I know from gamers that usually YouTube is sort of notorious for demonetization, etc. And all that. Yeah. Is Twitch better for you in that regard, or is it better for you? Well, Twitch has done a really good job of monetizing, like making their monetization accessible to people, so people can subscribe everyone understands yeah. using their twitch prime etc to yeah. subscribe mm-hmm. um and so people or donating during a stream and exactly yeah. and they see it and they get responded to yeah. and it's nice because you see what you're doing you see the the person's there you get to interact with them yeah. and so i think in that respect twitch has an advantage on youtube but i mean youtube has so much, so much greater of a a reach, a yeah. reach exactly. Like two hundred thousand subscribers is fine if you if that were your YouTube channel. What mm-hmm. you have, that's what you have on your Twitch, you said. Yeah. But you know, you have over a million more than that on YouTube alone. Mm-hmm. So that's just like you to said. Think about because I know you don't pay a whole lot of attention to the Twitch and. Ah, uh, okay. I, I I actually sort of do sometimes. You know, I I, I every once in a while we'll see like a Twitch stream, but. Think about it this way. Twitch is an optional app on your phone. Right. YouTube, YouTube is a standard, yeah, yeah. is like yeah. bloatware. No, YouTube is... If like you don't have YouTube app. on your phone when it starts up for the first time, like... You would you would, you would go back and like make sure that... Bruh. Yeah. yeah. So... Oh, fuck. Which do you... Do you still enjoy making the videos? Oh, yeah. I can know from doing... This is on a much lesser scale, but doing this podcast, I still... In, it can be a long... You know, many hours editing. Yeah, labor out. of love. But it is a labor of love. Um, so you still enjoy doing that? Yeah, no, definitely. And it's, I mean, it's work at the end of the day. And so, but I would, on a macrocosmic scale, much prefer this to doing just about anything else because then I'm working for myself. Um, I, I also enjoy what I'm doing. I get to interact with the community and stuff. I'm constantly building something. Um, and I can see a vision through the end of it and I also if I don't want to work in a day I don't have to right that's the great thing about so, being self-employed exactly like, so but then I also do need to you know get down to it sometimes and it's like it's one of those things where once you're halfway through a video edit you're in the freaking zone and you're having it's, it's fun you know you're crushing it yeah. and you get a pattern and a rhythm going yes. you're like okay this will lead into this which leads into and this and that's like, fun when you're putting it all together yeah. uh, the rote 
beginning is a little bit less exciting when you're kind of going through footage and picking yeah this is maybe going to be in the end so you clip it out and then you're so that so you i'm sure there's multiple stages to clipping right where it's like okay definitely out maybe still in probably still in. yeah that's more at the end i more just get everything i might and i get usually get a 60 minutes or 90 minutes and then you just cut it in half or or a third or so yeah. yeah um and then I'm assuming you don't do any post-production on that until you get, you know, exactly what you want from Well, so I, I have that about, that chunk of 60 to 90 or something, and I yeah. do post-production from the beginning at that point. Really? So you do it for the full thing and then cut yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Uh, that... Because it, then it just shrinks kind of, so it's like... That's it. So is that because you just want it to be there in case you want it? Exactly, because it's a pain going through like, Clips. hours of footage trying yeah. to find one thing. So if I'm like, I might use this. I'll give myself the benefit of the doubt and include it because it's easier to just get rid of it later. Okay. And refine it. And then, what's the future from here? And it's an open-ended question, but Mars. No. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Again, with the amount first, of subscribers, <laughs> first streamer on Mars, baby. <laughs> that's a, we out here. That's a clickbait right there. <laughs> I'm on Mars. I'm on Mars. <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's a Photoshop an alien in the background. Yeah. No, you don't need to Photoshop an alien. Just put me in an alien mask. The spirit store is going to be opening up soon. Yeah. I will literally just sit over your shoulder. Up on Halloween. I will just sit there for like an hour. We went to Mars. What happened next, you won't well, believe. believe. We just got back from the year 3000. <laughs> is this going to be like when uh, one of the Pauls went to the suicide forest? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Not nearly as problematic. Yes. Write this down. M-A-R-S. Mars, bitches. So, David, do you have any more questions? I have some. We could do either news jabs or we can just go. Let's do some news jabs. Let's get, okay. let's get Lewin on some news jabs. News jabs. So news we started. We started we talk about pop culture. Stuff. Yeah. So we we started doing segments a couple episodes ago, and then we did a couple episodes where it didn't work because we had a guest and the Q and A. So we just have some quick news stories that we can talk over, talk about. I'd love to get you in on some. Plus, of those. we haven't had an episode. You know, I, I, apologies, we haven't had an episode in over a month, but. Just Look, life has happened yeah. for me, y'all. Let's say, let's, for some perspective, David has been to Maine since our last episode. Twice. Oh. So, yes. I've been to Maine twice. Uh, I was sort of living out of my car for about a month. Yeah. Um, not, I mean, sort of living out of my car. I mean, I kept a good portion you, you, of... You stayed in places. I like. stayed in places, but I kept a majority of my clothes and, pos- and like work-related possessions in my car. Mm. Ew, nigga, you smell like french fries. So, we do have some stuff, because we haven't been on in so long, we have some stuff to talk about. So, from North Carolina, there's a story about, in Orange County, which apparently there's an Orange County in North Carolina. There's an Orange County in most states. That's true. At least most states on the eastern seaboard. So, there has been a story that there's been an emu on the loose from a local zoo, and that they are warning people, residents of uh, said Orange County, to... Avoid the emu at all costs because I guarantee you somebody's already shot it. Yeah, they have a lot of guns down there. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they have a lot of guns in North Carolina, Um, and people like hunting weird shit. (laughs) How would you react if you saw an emu? Because I don't, I if I bigger they very tall. They have long necks. They're like like, big ostriches, right? They're pretty much. Yeah, they're basically ostriches. But don't call them ostriches because they'll get very offended. They're they're they are if you can imagine it, an uglier version of an ostrich. Um, so I would say to all of our listeners out in the North Carolina area, uh, stay safe, stay strong. Well, I think we should. Don't start. try to outrun them. You won't succeed. <laughs> R.I.P. for that good emu. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. I, I don't think that emu is long. Yeah. No. Right around here. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, did you see the story about? I'm sure you saw the story about Ohio State University. Oh, uh, trying to copyright the word the. Well, yes, the what? So. Oh. Ohio State University uh, is technically known as the Ohio State University. Yeah. That is the name. Mm -hmm. They are trying to trademark the word. Well, they, they tried to they tried to trademark uh, the, the phrase word. a phrase Ohio and University in the same sort of sentence to try and spite Ohio University. Right. That's how it started in back Athens, in Athens, Ohio. Back in the day, and now it's become a signature. You know, athletes will say, and alum will say, the Ohio State University. So what Ohio State's trying to do is trademark the word the for their wor certain wording and lettering. Mm -hmm. My reaction, I don't know what your reaction was, that's fucking ridiculous. I, I You're trademarking I, the most common word in the English language. I've, I've made my feelings about the Big Ten and Ohio State known in the past, mostly because they, you know, hired Urban Meyer, who, when they hired him, and I believe I have tweets about this, uh, I said... This is going to end up very poorly for them. And what do you know, four years later, it was just like Florida. I thought you deleted all your old tweets. No, I didn't. No, oh. I haven't deleted any of Well, I've deleted some of the old tweets. Yeah, well, get on that. Lou, what's your opinion on a, a college trying to trademark, again, the most One as pompous as, as, as Ohio State. Well, well the, I remember Paris Hilton tried to do That's Hot. hot. And that was Cardi B tried to trademark a... Oh, yeah. She got that's re Those are both more reasonable. Now Paris Hilton. How do you how do you trademark that's hot? That's a. Have you ever heard that? I hadn't heard that phrase before Paris Hilton started saying. It. Yeah. Wow. You so you've obviously never worked in a kitchen. <laughs> yeah. No. You I worked at you worked at a Domino's. How have you never heard that's hot used? <laughs> in two, exactly. It was a Domino's. In two thousand <laughs> in two thousand three, when she tried to apply for the trademark, I would have been eleven years old and had not worked in the kitchen at that point, mm. David. That was my point. I hadn't heard that sentence before. But good use of your ears. Not listening to specific words. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> did you see the story about the Virginia TV guy? Which one? So he was. So there was a guy who put an old curved TV. Set oh on yeah, his and he kept dropping off TVs. <laughs> oh yes, houses the cryptid. Yeah, the cryptid man. And we still don't know what the hell he. It's was the trying. bunny man. Yeah. It's just his next iteration. <laughs> yes. Um, I like to think that uh, Brian K. Vaughn's wonderful series Saga has come to Earth, and the prince is dropping off te dropping off his, his his little children all over Central who, who, Virginia. And who has fifty curved TV sets in 2019? Um, A guy who's crazy enough to wear hard to, it's the not, Bunny Man guy. All you got to do is go to several Goodwills and just pick it up for like four bucks. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Yoink. And exactly. Uh, that might be one of the weirder. Cause I, I saw the video. That was bizarre. The, I saw, have you seen the video? Yes. It's just like dropping it out. You're like, it's just yeah. I don't know. I thought it was hilarious. I, I think too, because he's not harming anybody. It's just, just weird. weird. It's <laughs> so weird. I'm honestly surprised it didn't happen in like Charlottesville or Lynchburg. Florida, man. Yeah, that does or seem Florida. Like a, that does seem like a Florida. Oh, speaking of a story that sounds like Florida, but it's actually on the not the other end of the earth, but close to the other end of the earth. So this was a few weeks ago. A man with more than $140 million worth of methamphetamine in his van wow. was arrested Monday after he crashed into a police car outside a station. Wow. <laughs> that is the Where was this? In, uh, you know what it was? In New South Wales, Australia. That guy was not happy. <laughs> that was probably the freaking the only deliverer of meth for the freaking Australia. That was, that, the entire There's a continent. decent chance it was also the only police car in town. Oh yeah, I know. It's, it's Australia. They, yeah, they don't. So you got to think. He crashed. Hold on. Just, just reiterate. 140 million, which is 
equals out to 600 pounds of meth. Wow. I okay. I I would have thought it was. I would have. That's two. That's breaking bad money. It's yeah. two Brock Lesnar's. <laughs> Just stacked on top of each other, but they're just pure meth. Nothing <laughs> else. That's, um... Oh, God, who else is it? That's... No. Rookie Shack, twice. Yes, that's Rookie... Sh that's two Shacks. That's two... That's two and a quarter Zion Williamson. Yeah. Again, all meth. Like, nothing else. Not like meth and a Brit. That's one, like a little that's one Terrence Cody... So, what do we think about the guy who decides not, you know, not really intentionally, but... Look, I'm if I'm sure he was tweaking, so he was probably staring at his dick. Oh, is that what tweakers do? Yeah, did you, did you ever watch Breaking Bad? No, I haven't, so... It's... Yeah, if you ever watch Cops where they bust a meth dad? Probably. So they, they, you often... I'd like to see that. Uh, <laughs> my dad was... So my dad used to work for the U.S. Forest Service, and he would hear these stories from forest rangers and they would bust meth dens out in national forests that uh, the, the most common thing to find next to the bed of a meth addict was porn. Right. Because well, apparently it just drives your libido through the roof. Mm. People will do bumps and like have sex for like 12 hours straight. Wow. Wow. I mean, I can't knock the hustle. I'm, I kind of knocked the hustle because this guy has you, you 600 pounds you, worth of meth you, in his You can, it's math. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> Math, not even once. So I think that might about wrap it up, but we might have one trivia question that we might do for Lou. Okay. Okay. So you are of... What well category of trivia? Well, so you are of Welsh descent. Okay. So I want to see, you might not know this, but I'm just starting this out. This is called Stump the Slob, named in honor of David, but okay. we... Uh, <laughs> yes. But so... I you're just know. not man enough to grow your beard out. This is this is pretty good. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Very intentional in that regard. So I want to see if you can name the top three localities in Wales by population. You know, Cities? The, yeah, look. Cardiff, number one. Yeah. Yep. It's capital. Uh, Swansea? Gotta be number two. That's three. Oh, that's three. Oh. It's 6,000 behind number two. Sure. Bangor. Bangor. No. Carnarvon. Nope. Hollyhead. Begins with an N. I don't know. Newport. Oh. Okay. Newport is right. three hundred six thousand, and Swansea is three hundred thousand. Okay. But still, that was pretty impressive, and I put you on the spot. I got there two. I got two. You got two. Sixty-six percent. That's a D. <laughs> <laughs> D's almost get degrees, as they say. They do. Uh, you could speak to a better experience. D's unfortunately don't get two degrees. <laughs> and on that note, uh, Lou, Ellen, Ellen. Uh, this was an absolute pleasure. We've mm -hmm. been wanting to have you on the show forever. Mm -hmm. uh, and we just hope one day this podcast can be as successful as your YouTube channel. <laughs> oh, Do you have any parting words for your listeners, for our listeners, for any of the listeners? Uh, Thank you for having me. When they reminisce over you, listen, listen, just listen to the focus songs as I rock on and as word is born. I'm not playing. Everybody, just pull it. This song is dedicated to the one and only. Never be another. He was my brother.